0: Hi, I'm Lisa Leong, and today on the bonus, books that can help us at work. With me is Steph Clark, facilitator and host of Steph's Business Bookshelf. G'day, Steph. Hi, Lisa. Steph, I'm cuddling a book for you, so as usual, <laughs> very usual. Um, last week we talked about your book of the moment, Victor Frankl's Man: Search for Meaning. Mine, and I've look, I've picked mine to pick up the vibe of yours, Walden or Life in the Woods, Henry David. Thoreau. This is a big book. Yours was a little book. Mine's mine's like massive.
1: <laughs> I'm excited about this one because oh. I hadn't heard of it when I got the message saying this was the book you were going to do. I've heard of obviously of Henry David Thoreau, but I haven't heard of this book.
0: Well, I mean... Henry David Thoreau is really interesting. He's the guy that you see on coffee mugs because he's got some really huge quotes and and a lot of them Mm -hmm. come from this book. So, you know, there may be a meme saying, go confidently in the direction of your dreams, live the life you've imagined. This is the dude, right? And this is the book that basically put him on the map. He's like a philosopher um, and just a guy who decided to question uh, progress. All right, so we, we we were in the first lockdown, and, and basically, my work was put on pause um, because I had a lot of international work. I was homebound. I started looking at our household budget and wondering what is essential in my life? You know, what do I need to let go of, and what do I need to really do to simplify my life? And this book is about that question. So, what really is life, and how do you live a simple life? Henry David Thoreau, um, in the sort of 1800s, he built his own small cabin on the shore of Walden Pond, and for two years he lived there. And he he basically had a little, um, like, and you'll love this as an auditor. He line by line, ex auditor, sorry, that's right. <laughs> um he wrote line by line what is the cost of things and the reason why he did this is because he wanted to question at what price at what price are we slaves to you know add the wage basically how are you reacting to this what does this sound like to you by the way
1: Um, yeah i'm just taking it in i love that it's just interesting isn't it because as as you start describing it all these more more modern books kept popping into my mind, which just is such a reminder that these ideas have been around for hundreds of years and and even beyond. If you go back to the kind of, you know, the Senecas and the the Greek philosophers and things and Roman philosophers, I think, actually, why are we still making these same mistakes?
0: That's a really good question. And I think I've started that's why I've gone sort of to older and older texts through this time. So um, rather than, to, than going to modern business books, I've just gone so far back that I am looking at ancient philosophy and I think that's why both of us really liked Casper de Kyle's books on rituals because he's gone back to really ancient texts as well. So I'm wondering whether that's what has been happening through COVID-19 as we're starting to go back to the fundamentals. What do you think?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I loved Casper's book as well. I've just read it and started doing my tech sabbath every, every, been doing that successfully for a few weeks. But what I, what, again, I was similarly was blown away by was the ideas have been around for generations and we've just lost touch with them because... Well, the industrial revolution, and yeah, you know, all of these things you could think about. What's what's the cost of? And then the, to the point of of from the book from Walden, what is the cost of these things? Not just from a financial perspective, but from a enjoyment of life perspective as well. Yes.
0: And so on that point, here's a, a beautiful moment in the book is he's looking around at all the houses around him and they're all pretty fancy. So they've got these fancy Venetian blinds and he knows the people in them and he knows that they're actually unhappy. So they complain mm. a lot about the hours that they work and the break back-breaking work that they do. And so he actually did the ledger and he said, those fancy Venetian blinds, what have you given up to actually get them on your house? And then if you look at the equation, is it worth it? Um, Because even in the 1850s, he had described it as a climate of rapid progress. So, they're starting (laughs) to get fancy houses, clothes and finery, you know, train lines for travel. There was a lot of pressure to succeed and to accumulate more and more. And so, he was saying, well, I need to question that. So, when he went to live um, far away, he actually calculated using that ledger that he only needed to work for six weeks in order to live what he called a fulsome life. Um, sounds oh, wow. a bit shocking, doesn't it? Six weeks. Yeah, and it reminds
1: me of that story that, or oh, sorry, this study that came out of the US around, they, they calculated the optimum salary for happiness before it gets past the, you know, was the point of diminishing returns and, and and actually becomes detrimental. And it was only about, I say only, it's, you know, it's, but compared to some of the salaries you you see often, it was only about 72,000, around 72,000 US dollars from memory, which a lot of people would be shocked by.
0: So I wonder what it is that sort of drives us to want more and more and more and I was certainly reflecting on that as I was saying in the in the first lockdown and saying this question, at what price? And, well, what did he do with his time? Well, he actually just spent a lot of time just sitting in nature, watching and noticing and noticing that he felt really pretty <laughs> calm and happy and that he actually didn't need things, distractions. Yeah. (laughs) Have you heard this quote as well? Um, The mass of men live lives of quiet desperation.
1: No, that's a good one. I like that one. Yeah.
0: So that comes from this book as well, this idea of, you know, we do have a choice here, even though we think we don't, what can we do to really pare it down?
1: Which is really interesting, given that last week we were talking about, in Man's Search for Meaning, the choice that we have, no matter what is thrown at us in life and the struggles that we overcome, we still have a choice around how we behave and act, and and particularly towards other people.
0: Yeah. And in in a work context, I decided to think about the choices or be more conscious about the choices about what work to take on and also even my mindset around work and how much do I truly need? Because I think mm. um, pre-COVID, it was just to go after more and more work, I think. I mean, I have, I'm a bit of a workhorse, to be honest.
1: Yeah. And I think a lot, I know a lot of people and particularly those probably more so that are running their own businesses have really had that because some of them, well, for, similar to, to you, that choice, or well, that was done to them to an extent like the work went away, 90% of the revenue went away and they've had to do that reassessment of going, all right, well, what do we really need as an organization and or for them if they're more sole trader type or solo practitioners, what do we really need? What do I really need to still do the things I want to do, still do the kind of interesting work meaningful work that I want to do and have a good life.
0: Yeah. And I'm wondering if I'm ever going to get out of this rut though of philosophical books because I've, li- I've gone to the Tao Te Ching, I've gone to um, a lot of <laughs> meditation texts as well. So I seem to be in quite a reflective mode at the moment. I don't think you're alone. Have you done uh, Have you done The Art of War yet? Yeah, that's the other one, isn't it, that everyone always raises oh, about? Well, that's another one that I've started and not finished. So maybe that's another one to have another look at.
1: We'll have to read that one together. I've still not read it
0: either. (laughs) Thanks so much, Steph. Thanks, Lisa. And the book again is Henry David Thoreau's Walden or Life in the Woods. I'm Lisa Leong and until next week, keep working. Can I just say it was pretty distracting talking to you as a a towel? (laughs) In my, my secret, secret it's, podcast cave. Hello. You're kind of half cubby house and half, it was kind of like talking to a monster, like a towel monster.
1: Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm now going to tell you a horror story about the person who
0: bought too many things. <laughs> <laughs>